0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Matt Giglio.
1: I'm Indon. 62 days until March Madness begins.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of crazy stuff happened these past two days. Honestly, not too many top 25 teams did play. We had two very good top 25 matchups with uh, Michigan taking on Wisconsin and Duke and Virginia Tech. But uh, other than that, not too many top 25s played, like I just said. But uh, a lot of pretty good uh, high-major games, obviously unranked high-major games. And uh, not many pieces of breaking news, but uh, this piece that we do have is very vital and crucial uh, for the season.
1: Yeah, and just about two months until the big NCAA tournament, the best event of the year, kicks off.
0: Yeah, and just one quick piece before we start, the um, CIA tournament, which is one of the lower-tier March Madness tournaments. uh, It will be held at James Madison, so uh, pretty cool stuff for those CIA teams uh, who are going to make it there. Um, I believe it goes March Madness, NIT, CIA. Is that that the correct format?
1: Uh, You got it completely mixed up. It's actually the CAA conference tournament, which is the the conference that James Madison plays in. But yes, the CIA is a lower tier tournament, but James Madison is hosting the conference tournament and not that tournament.
0: My apologies. I did not see that when I was looking at it. But, uh, yeah, mistakes are definitely made here and there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we got one piece of breaking news, like I said, pretty crucial. So let's just get into that. And it's going to be Houston's Caleb Mills. Uh, obviously, we talked about him before. He left Houston due to personal reasons, probably going back back closer to home, which is in North Carolina. He chose a school, and uh, this school might be a little bit surprising. It's not in North Carolina. It's actually in Florida. And the school he chose was Florida State. Uh, He's only played four games so far, thus far, uh, due to injuries and COVID concerns. Uh, He's been averaging 10 points a game, one and a half rebounds a game in his four games thus far. Former American Player of the Year. He's moved closer to home now, sort of. And uh, yeah, unsure about his eligibility, I think. I don't know if he will be playing the second semester of this season. But regardless, he will have one year uh, remaining because of the NCAA uh, eligibility rule. So uh, what are your thoughts on uh, this commitment here for Caleb Mills?
1: Yeah, I was very surprised he committed to Florida State, but I really like this uh, pick for him. I think he's going to flourish at Florida State for sure.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. And uh, based on the recruiting class for next year and even this year, uh, it's been pretty good. So uh, I definitely see the case here going to Florida State. And who knows if Scotty Barnes and a couple of these guys will stay. If they do, this team can make a run at the ACC championship uh, next year, I think, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and now for the daily recap, obviously, that was our breaking news. The top 25s, lots of surprises here. First, number seven, Michigan. They take care of your national champions, number nine, Wisconsin. Your reaction says it all right now. Very one-sided. Uh, Michigan dominated throughout the way, and they were clicking. 49 or 43 to nine run at one point. Uh at the end of the first half leading into the second half, and they ended up winning by 23, but they were up 40 at one point before other people came in. Um, number 20, Virginia Tech, they take care of number 19, Duke, at home. And Coach Mike Young, he's been very impressive for this Virginia Tech team. He's defeated a pr- impressive resume of coaches during his time at Virginia Tech in his 45 games, and they took care of Duke pretty easily in the first half. Duke made a uh, comeback, but too little, too late. And number 25, UConn. They defeat Paul by seven, despite not having James Budonite. Tyrese Martin, he stepped up big for UConn. Uh, what are your thoughts on your top 25, especially your national champions?
0: Uh, that that game was just disappointing. And I, I couldn't even really watch much of it because I, I had a game myself. But uh, when, I, when I came back from that game and I saw the score, I'm like, what, what happened? I thought Wisconsin was going to win this game. And sure, I, I'm pretty sure they're on the road, right? Yes, they were. Yeah, so I I thought it would be a very close game. I mean, the spread had Michigan winning this game, favorited, but I knew this game was going to be very close, uh, I thought at least, and uh, I was very wrong. So, uh, Wisconsin, I don't know, man. (laughs) I I might have to go back to the drawing board for my national champs, but, uh, you know, I'm still a big Wisconsin guy. Still going to be rooting for them. This is just one bad game, and uh, you're going to have your bad games here and there. They've had a couple already so far this season, and uh, Michigan, though, Michigan's legit, and It's definitely showing. They had everyone's clicking on all cylinders. They got livers clicking. They had wow, Wagner, Wagner clicking. They had Hunter Dickinson clicking. They had everyone going for him uh, in the right way. So uh, yeah, I mean, the forty-three-nine-one very disappointing. And Wisconsin back to the drawing board they go. And the other games pretty good as well. I did pick Duke to beat Virginia Tech. I was wrong about that one as well. And uh, UConn did beat DePaul obviously without obviously without uh, James Munnite. And uh, Tyrese Martin, the Rhode Island transfer, stepped up big in that win. So uh, UConn might be here to stay in the rankings. But uh, we got some other games we need to talk about uh, before we get to the um, upcoming
1: slate. Yeah, um, Alabama, they defeat Kentucky by 20 at Rupp Arena. Largest win for Alabama at Kentucky since 2006. And we saw Coach Bill Self. He took his biggest home loss. How about Coach Cal? He just took his biggest home loss yesterday by 20 as well. And uh, Boise State, they defeat Wyoming. They moved to an 11 game win streak, now 11 and 1. Obviously, lost the first game of the year. Some guys stepped up big. Derek Austin Jr., preseason player of the year, he scored at four points. Marquette, they beat Providence in a very good Big East game. Uh, great game from Dawson Garcia and Theo John. Both teams now 7 and 6 and 3 and 4 in Big East play. And how about the hometown BC Eagles? They finally get their first ACC win over Miami. Dominating performance. Jay Heath and Rich Kelly, starting backcourt, they absolutely exploded. I cannot be more hyped for this BC team. I know you are too.
0: Uh, I was very hyped. And uh, Jay Heath with the career high 27 points. Rich Kelly 25 points. BC hit 10 threes, I believe. And yeah, they they exploded against Miami. Sure, Miami didn't have some of their guys like Chris Likes and a couple other guys playing, but still, a win's a win in ACC play. So BC, congratulations. And uh, off the other games, Alabama. Time to rank them, man. I said that last uh, last episode when we saw the AP poll. It's time to rank them. This is a good win against Kentucky, who was just finding their rhythm. I don't know what's next for Kentucky now, but uh, they move on, move along in SEC play. And uh, Boise State, eleven game win streak. They're legit, and we'll see them in the upcoming slate uh, in a couple minutes. And Marquette, uh, the inconsistent Marquette gets the win. Uh, Providence was losing someone. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head who it was, but it's one of the impact players for we that team. Bynum, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Bynum was not yeah. playing. And he's uh-huh. one of the impact players for that Providence team, and it definitely showed. But a very good game for Darson Garcia here. So the battle for Marquette making the tournament, it just inches closer and closer, but still a 7-6 and six team. Ver- some very good non-conference games, some very bad Big East losses, but this is a good one on their resume. But we'll definitely see what happens as uh, March rolls around. And if we will even see this Marquette team or even this Providence team uh, in the March Madness
1: tournament. Yeah, I 100 percent agree with you with all of these. BC, they actually hit 17 threes. And, you oh. know, if Stephon Mitchell hit his first three threes, you know, you know, it's clicking for BC. I'm just so I cannot be more hyped for them.
0: Yeah, same here. And uh, speaking of uh, Coach Bill Self, who you talked about earlier, um, the upset of the day. Number six, Kansas. They drop another game in Big 12 play, and this time it's to Oklahoma State. We talked about this game last episode. I said it was a trap game, and it definitely showed as Oklahoma upsets number six team in the nation. Fantastic win for Oklahoma State here. Kay Cunningham clicking on all cylinders. A couple other guys stepped up really big in this game. And last play of the game, Bryce Williams got a steal. Alley-oop jammed that thing, and uh, Oklahoma State won this game by five. And they're sneakily nine and three on the season. Their three losses are all coming in Big 12 play. They're three and three in Big 12 play. Uh, Kansas, I am I believe they're now four and two in Big 12 play. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's some pretty interesting stuff because we thought Kansas was going to be a top-two team in the Big 12. And right now, I believe they're falling a little bit as Texas and Baylor and maybe even Texas Tech are now ahead of them. But uh, what are your thoughts on the upset of the day?
1: Yeah, very good upset. Oklahoma State was controlling it for the full 40 minutes. Kansas did come back in the second half, but uh, obviously that late game play that Bill Sub drew up did not work as, as Bryce Williams had that little showtime dunk to cap it all off.
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh, Oklahoma State had some very flashy plays in that game. And, uh, I, I we, we're sure we're really not sure yet if this decision will get appealed for them to be in the tournament or not. It's still kind of under investigation. So there's still a chance that this team could be in the tournament. I mean, we both think that they probably won't be, but uh, according to the bracketology, as seen know, on ESPN, this team's still in there. So uh, definitely waiting on the appeal for Oklahoma state. And if that gets wavered and accepted, maybe this team will actually have a chance to make it to the March Madness tournament.
1: Mm-hmm. And best performance, Colin Calvating of Florida. Uh, the Michigan transfer, obviously 21 points, 10 rebounds, seven blocks in the win over Ole Miss Florida bounced back from, from their uh, bad loss to Kentucky and Ole Miss. They're struggling. I know I had them in my top 25 at one point.
0: Yeah. I, I honestly forgot you did, but uh, yeah, Ole Miss is definitely struggling indeed. Very good one for Florida as they seem to bounce back from last year and last year. They, we thought they were going to have it all, and we talked about this plenty of times before on this podcast. But uh, they seem to be doing pretty well so far this season, and if they can continue things up, this team could be in the tournament uh, once again, and that's something that they need to see. And last year, they maybe could have made it. I mean, we, they definitely underachieved their expectations by all means, but uh, this year, senior doing some pretty good stuff so far with Colin Castle and a couple other guys uh, coming into the program.
1: Mm-hmm, and definitely. And now, our best game of the past two days. What is your best game?
0: Yeah, I mean, not many games to choose from, as seen by the top 25s playing. But I do have one of the top 25 matchups, Virginia Tech and Duke. Very close game for the most part. Like you said earlier, Virginia Tech took a lead at halftime. But uh, Duke did storm back. But like you said, uh, too little, too late. So uh, that was a very good game, though, regardless. Very good one for Virginia Tech. As the ACC race, it just gets even closer and closer now, with uh, Duke getting another loss and Virginia Tech getting another win. But ACC is wild, just like the Big Ten. Not to that extent of the Big Ten, obviously, but uh, there's no really clear frontrunner in the ACC, in my opinion. So that's something to watch out for as ACC play moves on.
1: Yeah, I have uh, Kansas versus Oklahoma Stadium, and I'm going to change to BC versus Miami. Uh, it was just fun seeing BC play consistently for 40 minutes, and if they do that every game, they're going to win some games.
0: Definitely, and as hometown fans, that's definitely what we want to see, some BC wins, but uh, speaking of hometown teams – couple teams are playing in today's slate and tomorrow's slate as we now get into the upcoming slate. Uh, we'll talk about those hometown teams later. But uh, first and foremost, we got an A-10 matchup to talk about as uh, VCU, who's been rolling as of late, lost their last game to Rhode Island. They looked to bounce back against George Washington in A-10 play. Should be a pretty solid one, but uh, who do you have winning this game?
1: Yeah, I got VCU, George Washington, probably a bottom two team with, with Forum. So I'm picking VCU here.
0: Yeah, I'm taking VCU as well. Bones Highland, man, he's looked very good, and you talked about him earlier in the season, and he's definitely shown why he's a legit player. Could maybe be an A-10 player of the year, consideration. I mean, I know there's a ton of guys, which we've definitely talked about, uh, that are coming back from this from last year, and he's definitely one of the guys to watch out for. But uh, like you said, I got VCU winning this game as well.
1: Yeah, speaking of Forum, we, we, uh, they have a challenge against St. Bonnie's. Uh, obviously, Forum beat Dayton, but do you have them beating St. Bonnie's?
0: I do not. Um, they'd be very impressive if this team could beat St. Bonnie's, but I think St. Bonnie's is just a little bit more talented than Dayton is this year especially. So uh, with that being said, I am picking St. Bonnie's. Um, I don't think it would be a very close game, but Fordham, they definitely do with some surprises. So I do have uh, St. Bonnie's win this game, but Fordham, very, very surprising if they can pull off two upsets in a row.
1: Yeah, 100% agree with you.
0: And next game up, we got a very good SoCon game as uh, Furman takes on the Citadel. Uh one of the undefeated teams remaining. They take on Furman, who, who I believe they're undefeated in SoCon play as of right now. But uh this should be a very good game, very high quality SOCON game. Who do you have one of this one?
1: Yeah, I got Furman here. Uh I think that, that zero from the in the lost column will, will, will escape. I do have Furman as well. You you know I'm a big Citadel guy. You know I love him, but
0: uh yeah, I mean I got Furman winning this game as well. I think the Citadel's been a little too high on their horse, and uh sure. I think they're definitely overachieving their expectations last year. Not a very good year, but this year doing was a very good stuff. And uh, I'm rooting for Citadel in my heart, but I just think that Furman is going to win this game. Uh, Months is going to take over in this game, in my opinion. So I do have Furman, uh, giving Citadel their first loss of the season.
1: Mm-hmm. And, uh, ACC matchup, Notre Dame, they take on number 18, Virginia. Who do you have in this one?
0: Yeah, you know, I'm a pretty big Notre Dame guy. I picked them um, against a couple of teams uh, earlier these past couple weeks. However, I am picking Virginia. They've been rolling as of late, and I think this team is definitely one of the top teams in the ACC. They had a very shaky start, don't get me wrong, but they seem to be picking things up. So with that being said, I am picking Virginia winning this game here.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be picking Virginia as well. Obviously, it's going to be a close game. It's always a close game with Virginia, but nonetheless, their defense is their bread and butter. Uh, They just have to score more points than the other team.
0: Definitely agree with you there. And uh, next game up, we got a very good ACC matchup. Both these teams have been lingering in and out of the top 25 as NC State takes on Florida State. Florida State coming off the quarantine, so I believe this is their first game in a couple weeks now. But uh, NC State, uh, I believe they're coming off a loss to Miami. 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 Yes, Miami. Miami. So uh, this should be a pretty good ACC matchup. But who do you have winning this one?
1: I have Florida State winning this one. I'm not so sure about NC State's uh, injury situation. I have no clue who's injured, who's not, and who's playing. So I'm just going to pick Florida State here.
0: Yeah, I, I believe Florida State is a safer option, in my opinion. I think this game will be very close, don't get me wrong. You know, it all depends on if guys like Thunderbunker playing or not for NC State. So, that being said, I am picking Florida State. Uh, should be a very good game, especially with them coming back from the
1: quarantine. Mm-hmm. And now, great Big Ten matchup. Northwestern, who, uh, whose hype train has fallen off a little bit, versus the newly ranked number 21, Ohio State. Who do you have in this Big Ten matchup?
0: Yeah, I got Ohio State winning this game. I actually saw a stat that Boo Booey, uh, he's been not playing well in these past couple of games. I believe he's one for 20 from three or something like that in the past couple of ranked games that they've had. So uh, not very good stuff for him. I mean, he was, he was doing some all-star things uh, earlier in the year, and he's kind of been back to earth now for Northwestern. And Northwestern, as his team, has been back to earth now. So I am picking Ohio State. E.J. Little should take this game over. But, uh, you know, in my heart, I'm rooting for Northwestern, and I really want them to complete the uh, Cinderella story.
1: Yeah, I'm picking Ohio State here, sadly, like you.
0: Yeah, very sad stuff there. But uh, hometown team now plays once again, and this time it is UMass in an A-10 matchup. They're taking on Rhode Island. Uh, should be a pretty solid game, uh, both these teams. Uh, Rhode Island, especially, coming off a win. UMass, I haven't seen a play in a while, and I don't really know what their story is. But uh, who do you have winning this game?
1: Yeah, I got URI winning this one. Uh, UMass, obviously, they're playing around Trey Mitchell, but URI has the depth of, to guard him.
0: Definitely agree with you there. I'm picking URI. Should be a pretty close game, in my opinion. I think Fats Russell will take this game over, so I do have on one winning this game here.
1: Yeah, and now we can say this is a top-half American matchup. Tulsa, they take on Wichita State. Both teams are 3-1 and one or 2-1 in conference play. Who do you have in this one?
0: Yeah, I think this is a very good matchup in my opinion. Uh, Wichita State, the last time they played, they they won. And they beat Cincinnati, who was a little bit red hot. But uh, Tulsa, I mean, they've been red hot as well. So I think this is a battle of the two red hot teams. And you know my i saying? Got to pick the team that's more red hot. And I think that is Tulsa in my opinion. So I am picking Tulsa winning this game here. Uh, could be a quote unquote upset. I know some people have uh, Wichita State favored in this game. But I think Tulsa is definitely going to come out uh, guns blazing and win this game here.
1: Yeah, um, this was actually the American opener for the whole conference. Uh, so this is the second matchup. Wichita State won the first one. They were up by 20 at one point before Tulsa almost came back and won. Um, I think Tulsa will get the revenge today. And obviously, like you said, they're one of the hottest teams in the nation.
0: Definitely agree with you there. And uh, next game up, a team that's not too hot right now is Dayton and A-10 play. They take on Duquesne, who's – I could also say they're not too hot as well. So uh, some pretty uh, cold A-10 teams playing against each other right here. Uh, who do you have of this one?
1: Yeah, both these teams will not be playing with important pieces. Obviously, Duquesne, like you said, Sincere Curry, he's he's transferring, and they also have another starter who's taking a personal leave from the team. And Dayton, obviously, oh, just, just bad stuff going on, like Chase Johnson leaving the team. I'm picking Dayton nonetheless because they still have good pieces like Jalen Crutcher and E.B. Watson.
0: Yeah, I think Jalen Crutcher will take this game over. E.B. Watson right beside him. Dayton, I got them winning this game, and I don't know if anyone on Duquesne can stop uh, Crutcher and Watson
1: now that they don't have guys like Carey and a couple other guys as well. Mm -hmm. And Auburn and Georgia, they face an SEC matchup. These are two teams that have not won a conference game yet. Who do you have winning their first conference game?
0: Yeah, I think this is a very good matchup in my opinion. Uh, Both these teams dealing with some injuries uh, here and there. I know one guy from Auburn, I don't remember who it is exactly, but he's not playing in tonight's game. But uh, I'm going with Auburn, man. What I saw against Alabama – Definitely surprised me. Sharif Cooper, if he's playing, he's going to be rolling. And I don't know how it'll fare against Georgia, but I know that Georgia is a little bit weaker defensively than Alabama is. So I do have Auburn pulling off the subset here. I mean, this will be a very high-scoring game and a very good contest.
1: Yeah, the guy that's out is Justin Powell. He was their leading rebounder and assist man. But obviously, uh, Sharif Cooper definitely changes this Auburn program. I'm picking Auburn here. Uh, Georgia's just overrated.
0: Yeah, and speaking of SEC matchups, uh, this is a high-quality tier SEC matchup as uh, Arkansas, they take on LSU in this game. I think this game's a very good one, two of the top five teams in the SEC playing it out right now, in my opinion at least. But uh, who do you have one in this game?
1: Yeah, expect this game to be in the 90s, maybe even triple digits. These teams play no defense and all offense. I think LSU's offense is a lot better. But uh, keep an eye out on Cam Thomas. He He's questionable with an ankle injury.
0: Yeah, Cam Thomas is a game-time decision. And for that reason, I've I got Arkansas winning this game. Moses Moody, he's been surprising me. And all that Arkansas team, very good. They've had some very bad losses, though, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, I think this game's going to be a very good one. Both these teams, like you said, two of the most high-scoring teams in the SEC. So i got Arkansas winning this game. But if Cam Thomas plays, might be a different story, in my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, next, um, SOCOM play. Wofford, they take on VMI who's been competitive in every one of their conference games. Who do you have in this one?
0: Yeah, I got Wofford winning this game. Uh, they've been doing some very good stuff in the uh, SoCon. Definitely a dark horse consideration to win the SoCon. So, uh, yeah, I got Wofford winning this game. Should be a very good one.
1: Yeah, I also have Wofford winning this game. And next
0: game up, we got more SoCon play as uh, Mercer takes on Chattanooga. Uh, Chattanooga coming off a loss to Sanford, I believe. Is that is that correct? The Citadel. Citadel, that's right, Citadel. And Sanford was the game before that. But uh, Mercer, they've they have been if it here and there a couple games. But uh, this should be a very good SoCon game. Who do you have winning this one?
1: Yeah, I got Mercer winning this one. Obviously, another high-powered offensive game. And Chattanooga, they're kind of struggling a, a little bit. Maybe it's that David Jean-Baptiste effect, like you always said.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that's very fair to say. But uh, next game up, we got some more ACC matchups. As uh, number 16, Louisville, they take on Wake Forest. Should be a pretty solid game, but who do you have winning this one?
1: I got Louisville uh, destroying Wake Forest in this one. Yeah,
0: Wake Forest has been pretty close in a couple of their ACC games, but uh, I think Louisville is a very good team, and they're in the top 25 now for a reason. So I got Louisville winning this game as well.
1: The mm-hmm. next, not the best Big East game you could ask for, DePaul faces Georgetown. Who do you have in this one?
0: Yeah, this should be a very good game. I do have DePaul winning this game, though. What I saw against UConn definitely gave me enough to consider them. So I win this game, and Georgetown has been iffy here and there. Same with DePaul, I guess you could say, but uh, I got DePaul winning this game after what I saw against UConn.
1: Yeah, what I saw against UConn, and even the game before that against Cien Hall, took them to the wire, uh, lost by eight at the end, but DePaul has been very competitive so far. I'm taking DePaul here.
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh, next game up, the game of the day, and a very good Big 12 matchup to the top. Uh, 15 teams in the nation taking it, uh, taking it on as number 15 Texas Tech. Takes on my boys, number four, Texas. Should be a very good game. This game is being played at Austin, though. Just keep that in mind. So who do you have in this one?
1: Yeah, I got Texas winning this one. Uh, that's it.
0: Yeah, I got Texas winning this game as well. What I've seen in them is very impressive. You know, Hook'em horns, man. I got to put it up. So i uh, give me Texas winning this game. Should be a very good game, though. So I'm definitely going to watch it uh, later today.
1: Mm-hmm. In the back end of the series between Boise State and Wyoming, Boise State took the first one on Friday by 23. Do you have them winning the second game as well?
0: Yeah, I do. Uh, I think Derek Olson Jr. will definitely step up in this game, especially after not having a very good performance last game. And uh, 12 in a row for Boise State should be very nice. So I do have Boise State. Wyoming could definitely steal a game. You know, I'm the 1-1 guy, so I'm definitely not opposed to that. But I just have Boise State going 2-0 in this series.
1: Mm-hmm. Same here. Mountain West, they're very good. Those top three teams of San Diego State, Utah State, and Boise State. They all might make the tournament.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. And final game of today's slate, uh, another SEC matchup. This one not as good as the other ones as Texas A&M takes on Mississippi State. Mississippi State, uh, they've been rolling, so they've been doing some pretty good stuff. And Texas A&M uh, have been the greatest, but they've definitely kept it close in a couple SEC games. Uh, who do you have winning this one?
1: Yeah, I got Mississippi State win this one. I trust their offense more than I trust Texas A&M's defense, which is their calling, which is their bread and butter.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. I'm going Mississippi State. This team is pretty solid, and they're definitely a dark horse consideration for the SEC. I know I did pick Missouri for that category, but definitely could be Mississippi State as well, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and uh, that's it for today's games. Tomorrow, another great slate, kicking things off with UCF versus Temple. Who do you have in that one?
0: Yeah, I got UCF winning this game. Uh, Temple, not the greatest of teams as seen by a couple games so far this season in the American play. UCF, they've had their games, and they've had some very close games with some of the top teams and the American. So I got UCF winning this game. Uh, I don't think it will be a very close one in my opinion, but definitely could change the script here. Yeah, going to have to agree with you here, uh, UCF. And next game up, we got a Pac-12 game, the Conference of Champions, according to Bill Walton. Uh, Colorado takes on Cal. Colorado's been rolling, and they just beat Utah the other day. Cal coming off a loss to Washington State, I believe. But did he have one in this game here?
1: Yeah, this is a very early game. The Pac-12 doing very good things with their scheduling, scheduling it way early. Um, This game's at 2 o'clock Eastern time, which I'm very surprised about. Nonetheless, I have Colorado winning this one.
0: Yeah, I got Colorado winning this game as well. McKinley Wright... It's been a beast, and a couple other guys have stepped up besides him as well for Colorado. So, Colorado, you might see this team in March Madness. I definitely think that could be a possibility. But, uh, yeah, I got Colorado winning this game here. A
1: mm-hmm. uh, second of three early Pac-12 games, Stanford versus Utah. Who do you have in that one? I got Stanford winning this game. Uh, you
0: know I love Utah and Timmy Allen, but uh, I think Stanford's a much better team here with Zaire Williams and Oscar De Silva. So, I got Stanford winning this game, another team you could potentially see in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got Stanford as well They're a very good team And next game up Some more Pac-12 play As uh, UCLA Undefeated UCLA and Pac-12 play At least Takes on Washington State The uh, overachiever Of the bunch In the Pac-12 What do you got Winning this game?
1: Yeah UCLA is rolling I'm going with them again And you gotta rank them now
0: uh, You might have to rank them Indeed I got UCLA Winning this game as well
1: uh-huh. And Winthrop One of the undefeated teams They are now On undefeated watch They will be taking On Longwood Who do you have On this one?
0: Yeah, I got Winthrop winning this game. Uh, Longwood, not not the greatest of teams, in the Big South especially. And Winthrop, you know what they're capable of. So I got Winthrop winning this game. I uh, don't know if it would be very close, but Winthrop actually almost lost their last game. It was a very close game. So uh script could be changed there, but I still have Winthrop remaining undefeated.
1: Yeah, uh, Winthrop might run the table, I should say.
0: Definitely agree with you there. And nice game up, a very big American game as uh, number 11 Houston – They take on South Florida. Uh, We have some mixed opinions on this game, but who do you have winning this one?
1: Yeah, you have some mixed opinions on this game. I got Houston.
0: (laughs) All right, I guess you could say I do. I'm picking South Florida. Um, I know Houston, they've been on a roll, and Marcus Sasser's been on a roll, and Quentin Grimes has been on a roll. But uh, for some reason, I just have a hunch. South Florida's going to pull off another upset. Houston's seen some scares uh, already in American play. I think South Florida's a team to watch out for. I know they lost their last game to Tulsa. But for some reason, I got South Florida on upset watch.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, next, a Big Ten game um, and also a rivalry game. Purdue takes on Indiana, uh, one of the best rivalries. And, yeah, who do you have winning this one?
0: Yeah, should be a very good game. Purdue coming off a win. Uh, Indiana, I believe they're coming off a win as well. So, it uh, should be a very good game. I do have Indiana winning this game. Uh, should, it's a battle of the bigs, in my opinion. Trace Jackson Davis takes on trivia Williams and Zach Eadie. Should be a very good contest for the bigs at least, but I am going to pick Indiana winning this game here.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with Purdue here. They look like they're in great form. Uh, Yeah, just go Purdue. (laughs) And
0: next game up, we got a Pac-12 game. Kind of one-sided, in my opinion, as Washington takes on USC. Uh, USC almost had a scare last night. Uh, They played in OT. I don't remember who it was. I know it was one of the UC teams. It was against UC Riverside. Yeah, UC Riverside is pretty solid, though, in my opinion, uh, for the Big West. But uh, regardless, should be a very good game here. Who do you have winning this one?
1: Yeah, I got USC here. Especially if UC Riverside can beat Washington, I think USC can beat Washington.
0: Yeah, I got USC winning this game as well, and I don't think it'll be very close. The Mobley brothers should have a very good game, and Evan Mobley's been on a tear, and he's he's a guy to watch out for. Uh, if March rolls around, and uh, he if you if if this USC team is in it because they definitely have a chance to be. But they need to win a couple more Pac-12 games, in my opinion. So I got USC winning this one. Watch out
1: for Evan Mobley. Yeah, and speaking of Evan Mobley, you sent me a video of him popping a couple of threes against uh, Stanford, I think. What do you think of that?
0: Yeah, uh, very scary stuff. And uh, he's a lottery pick, in my opinion, maybe even a top three pick in this year's NBA draft. So definitely watch out for him, Uh, NBA scouts. And uh, I didn't know he could hit three like that. So that's some pretty scary stuff, considering he is seven feet tall.
1: Yeah, same here. And number one, Gonzaga, they're also on undefeated watch. They'll be taking on Pepperdine, who is a top five team coming into the season in the West Coast Conference. Who do you have in this one? Should be one-sided.
0: Yeah, I mean, Pepperdine was rolling and this season, which we thought they were going to be. uh, I might pick pick Pepperdine, but uh, Pepperdine has not really shown anything to make me think that they can beat Gonzaga. So that being said, I'm picking Gonzaga. Uh, I, I Pepperdine they just underachieved expectations. Kobe Ross he could definitely have a game against Gonzaga, but I think Gonzaga is just a, a little bit. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. They're a lot more talented, so I got Gonzaga winning this game.
1: Yeah, I got Gonzaga too. Uh, Pepperdine they're either gonna lose by one or they're either gonna lose by fifty. That's just how their season has been.
0: Definitely agree with you there. And next game up, a very good Big Ten game as number five Iowa takes on Michigan State. Michigan State obviously coming off the loss. Iowa coming off a very good win. Uh, so this sh- should be a good game. But I mean, a couple a couple weeks ago and months ago, you could say this is a very good game as two of the top fifteen teams in the nation were playing against each other. Now it's a very a little bit of a different story. But uh, who do you have winning this game here?
1: I got Iowa winning this game. I see no one I can guard the Garzilla.
0: Definitely agree with you there. Uh, Iowa's been stroking, man. Jordan Bohannon, he's been hitting some good shots as well. So those two guys are heating up. Garzella and Bohannon. Aaron Henry is kind of the focal point for this Michigan State team this year. Ronka Watts has not been doing too well. Uh, You're a former Big Ten player of the year. But with uh, that being said, I do have an Iowa winning this game. I don't think it'll be very close, in my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm. And a terrific uh, Mountain West matchup. Obviously, I mentioned the top three teams. Two of the top three teams will be playing tomorrow San Diego State, Utah State. Who do you have in this one?
0: Yeah, give me Utah State. Uh, they're still 6-0 and in Mountain West play. And uh, Nemus Kuita, my uh, Mountain West player of the year, uh, he should do some pretty good stuff against San Diego State. But regardless, this is a very good game. I got Utah State winning this one. Uh, they're going to turn up eventually, as seen by last year. Uh, they basically came out of nowhere and won the Mountain West. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, these two teams will be playing on Saturday along with tomorrow. I think they're going to split the series. I just think San Diego State will win the first game.
0: Definitely agree with you there. And uh, speaking of very big games, uh, this is a very big one for the Big Sky as uh, Southern Utah takes on Eastern Washington. I believe Southern Utah is in first, but Eastern Washington is the favorite to win this Big Sky this year. Should be a very good game in my opinion. Who do you have in this one?
1: Yeah, I got Southern Utah winning this game. They look like the best team in the Big Sky right now with Tavian Jones and transfer from Illinois. He's been dominating the Big Sky, like I, like I said.
0: Yes, you did definitely say that. Uh, however, I am going to stick with my uh, – Big Sky Team of the Year, and that's going to be Eastern Washington. My uh, Eastern Big Sky National Champs, Eastern Washington, they need to step things up. And uh, they've only played one game in the Big Sky thus far. They're 1-0. and So they could give Southern Utah a run for their money. We might, see those, we might see these two teams in the Big Sky Conference Championship. I think both these teams have the potential and talent to do so. So that being said, I'm picking Eastern Washington. But uh, if they do have a second-game slate and we talk about it, it, might
1: might be a 1-1 series. Mm-hmm. And next, uh, Oregon State, they take on Arizona. I think this is the Bill Walton game. Who do you have in this one? Uh, the Bill Walton game should be a very good one to watch. Uh, this one especially might might not be one of the best ones to watch
0: for the Bill Walton game. But regardless, I am picking Arizona winning this game. They've surprised me a lot. They've done a lot of very good stuff under Sean Miller. So I got Arizona State. Uh, sorry, not Arizona State. Arizona winning this game here.
1: Yeah, I got Arizona 2, Oregon State. There looked all right, but Arizona just looked a lot better, and they are a lot better on paper.
0: Definitely agree with you there. And final game of the slate for tomorrow, uh, we got a very good West Coast Conference matchup as uh, BYU takes on St. Mary's. St. Mary's actually coming off a loss to Santa Clara, and BYU, uh, they got smoked by Gonzaga their last game. Should be a very good one, though, as I still think these two teams are number two and three in the West Coast Conference. So who do you have winning this game here?
1: Yeah, this should be the Bill Walton game, or maybe that Mountain West matchup should be the Bill Walton game. Uh, nonetheless, I got BYU in this one.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with you there, and uh, I'm picking BYU. Uh, they're going to bounce back, in my opinion. St. Mary's definitely will bounce back eventually. I just don't think this will be the game for them.
1: hmm and that concludes it for today's episode. Obviously, not a lot of things going on, but season continues on.
0: Yeah, season does continue to move on. Uh, a lot of teams – are actually out of quarantine now. And I believe it's 96% of teams are playing right now, which is pretty good stuff. That is not including the Ivy. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, that's a different story. But uh, regardless, teams are seem to be doing well. And uh, COVID cases, uh, they've been a lot worse in the NBA, in my opinion, than they have in college basketball. So uh, that's a pretty good sight for us and uh, NBA. Hope they can figure that out. And I don't know what they'll do with that. I know there's some new regulations with that. But uh, for college, things are moving smooth and uh, we hope that continues uh, as we continue to roll through March. But uh, yeah, like you said, that's all we got for today's episode. We thank you guys
1: for tuning in and it's always March. It's always March, baby. Congratulations, BC.